Welcome, Revolutionary Mama, to the Raising Wild Hearts podcast. I'm Ryan Watkin, educator, mom of three, rebel at heart, and passionate soul on a mission to empower and inspire you. Here, we'll explore psychology, spirituality, parenthood, and the intersection where they all come together. We'll discover how challenges can be fertile soil for growth, and that even in the messy middle of motherhood, we can find magic in the mundane. Join me on my own personal journey as I talk to experts and share resources on education, creativity, self-care, family culture, and more. I believe we can change the world by starting at home in our own minds and hearts, and that when we do, we'll be passing down the most important legacy there is, healing. And so it is. Welcome back to the Raising Wild Hearts podcast. I'm so happy you're here, as always. Uh, So today I want to talk about our blind spots as parents. Uh, So this is something that comes up for everybody all the time, a lot. And sometimes we don't even know it. Hence the word blind spot. Uh, First, I'm going to start off with what I'm reading, as I typically do. And I read an article recently called, How Do We Define Ambition for Parents? And this was published on parents.com. I will put a link in the notes so you can take a look at it for yourself. The subtitle is Experts Say It's Time to Reframe What Ambition Looks Like for Caregivers, No Matter What You Do for a Living. Sounds interesting, right? It sparked my curiosity. Uh, I actually found this particular post uh, from a connection of mine on LinkedIn, and it sparked my interest. I read it, and here are my thoughts. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know, let me know. Let me know what you think. Hello at RaisingWildHeartsPodcast.com. Here's what, first, here's what I think they did really right. And that was sparking our curiosity and talking about ambition as caregivers and uh, reframing a concept that has been outdated. And here's where I think they missed the mark. And I'm going to read my comment on LinkedIn. While I certainly can relate, this article scratches a very shallow surface, shining the spotlight on the semantics of the word ambition is a waste of time and energy. We could be peeling back more layers to get to one root of the problem, which I say is our education system. Traditional systems here in the U.S. are still operating in a way which many of our daughters will certainly have to weed through the mucky waters of burnout and dissatisfaction in their careers. That is, if we don't make drastic, sustainable changes soon. From standardized testing to college admissions pressure, we are setting our children up for more of the same that this article is pretending to solve. A friend of my daughter quote unquote, had a boring and stressful school yesterday, a boring and stressful day at school yesterday. A third grader in my neighborhood said his favorite part of the day is pickup. That's when he gets picked up from his parents at school. Uh, As parents, we need to advocate for more play, creativity and collaboration in our schools. We need to work with administrators and teachers. We need to demand a better way. 
let's envision never having to redefine ambition after becoming mothers and how if we consciously create a new way for our daughters, they won't need to either. Drop the mic. I'm I'm dropping the mic for myself Um, because I think when – so – on the theme of blind spots, when we read an article, we're going, yeah, this sounds great. And so much of this article did do a great job. They talked about questioning our values as parents, defining our values, and aligning our lives to reflect those values. I think that's brilliant. And why are we redefining a word instead of talking about how we can do it better for our kids and how we can do it better for the next generation. Because really what we're doing by trying to redefine ambition is just perpetuating more dissatisfaction for the future of our our children. And I specifically mentioned daughters uh, because this article is geared towards mothers. I don't think it was geared towards the father. Fathers don't have to necessarily question their careers or redefine their ambition after becoming fathers. So I think it's a isolated to motherhood mostly. But, you know, hey, dads, if you're listening and you disagree, let me know. So I think this is also a really good segue to talk about our blind spots because it's something that we don't see. And there's two reasons possibly that we don't see it. One, because It's unconscious, so we don't even know it's there, or because it's just too painful, too hard, too messy, too much work to see it and unravel it, okay? So I'm going to use some examples here, and these are just random examples that I've heard a lot of over the years. Um, Some of them I can totally relate to. Maybe you can relate to these as well. This is about looking at this um, without the foggy lens of judgment. We don't need to judge, oh my gosh, I've done this or I shouldn't do this. No, without judging, it's just becoming curious. It's just becoming aware. So an example, so number one example, a mom cleaning up her toddler after eating, uh, after her toddler's eaten a popsicle. And she says to her toddler, oh, gosh, you're such a mess. Okay, so let's break this down. You're such a mess. This is telling the child that she is a mess, not that their hands, her feet or, you know, her face is messy because she's been eating a melty popsicle in 90 degree weather. No, we're saying you're a mess. And listen, we could go through a fine tooth comb with a fine tooth comb, everything we say in a day, and we could find little things here and there of like, okay, you know. We could have said that better. And this isn't about striving for perfection, but it is about becoming conscious and aware of some of the things we say habitually. Another example, using hitting or anger to stop hitting or anger. So if your kid gets mad and hits their sibling or their friend and no, no, and you know, and you respond with this angry tone and you maybe smack their hand or maybe, you know, back in the day you've seen your parents or, you know, a caregiver do that to somebody else or to you. So using the thing we're saying not to do 
to stop the thing that they're doing. So the best example is using hitting to stop hitting. No, no, stop that. And smacking somebody on the hand, let's say. Um, And so these are just two small examples. There's so many other blind spots. And there's blind spots that I still don't see. Um, And I'd love for you to point those out for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But it's so much easier to see somebody else's blind spots. When I'm at the park or when I'm just out and about at the grocery store, at the library, I hear and see all sorts of things. And I'm like, oh, gosh, it's just so clear of X, Y, and Z. You know, it's it's clearer to me because it's n- I'm not in it, right? When I'm in the parenting, when I'm in the the day-to-day, sometimes exhausting, you know, role that is motherhood, it's hard for me to see too. So with a non-judgmental lens, let's start to become aware and take a look at what our blind spots might be because the good news, the amazing news, is that our blind spots can be wonderful opportunities to learn and grow and to improve and to be more connected to our kids, even to be more connected to ourselves and our partners and our careers, our friendships, all relationships, right? So the journal prompt that I will leave you with to ponder for the next few days or weeks, where am I refusing to look when it comes to parenting my children? Where are you refusing to look? Where does it feel too painful or like too much work? The next journal prompt is who could be a source of unconditional parenting support for me. So who could you go to to vent, talk, get advice if you need it? That would be who would be un unconditionally supportive in hearing about your journey and hearing about your struggles and your wins and all of it. So those are the two things I will leave you with. I will put the article that I referenced in the beginning of the episode in the show notes so you can take a look, see what you think, see how you feel about redefining ambition, see how you feel about defining your values, prioritizing your values, and then reflecting that in your your life. Um, and then how do you feel about ambition? Let me know. I'd love to have a conversation about it. It's been wonderful, as always. I will talk to you next time. Bye.